0: Welcome to Old Town New World. We're here in uh, Millstone Pizza in Old Town Rock Hill, South Carolina and my name is Jason Broadwater and we're here to talk about the ever-changing world of Small Town USA. today with uh, as always our uh, wise and illustrious uh, behind the mic silent Micah say a word Micah well said well said all right and we also have with us Mr. David Stringer welcome David
1: thank you welcome thank you
0: uh, David is uh, his business is downtown Rock Hill his, his very dynamic exciting business which he'll tell you about he is uh, part of the leadership contingent here in Rock Hill and making a difference and um, we appreciate having you here David
1: well, thank you very much, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So
0: your business is Insignia, here in, in downtown Rock Hill. And uh, t- tell me, just for clarity's sake, what does your business do exactly?
1: Sure. Um, what we do is we help car dealers retail vehicle accessories during the time of sale. So leave it to an English major to tell you all those words just to say, we help customers customize. We help vehicle buyers customize their vehicles. They pimp, they pimp their rides. Pimp their rides, yeah. So they sit in the dealership. They're, they're It's like a me going to
0: buy a car. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a dealership, and I'm sitting in front of a computer screen, and I'm picking, like, my rims, and I'm picking a spoiler or any of that stuff absolutely
1: yeah and and that's where our technology comes into play because we actually allow you to see it so you see the vehicle you put your rims on there you spin the vehicle around you put in your your own color and and that process of building all of that is what we've actually patented so and really that would be the most pleasant part of the experience of buying a car I would think yeah I mean it's that's a that's a driving force of what we're trying to do in the car business which is you know going and buying a car, let's face it, we'd rather go sit in the dentist's office right. than go buy a car these days. And the car business is going through a huge convulsion and trying to figure out exactly how to sell cars today. They're, they're trying to retail cars at the lowest amount of price mm-hmm. the lowest price. And so, also the educated yeah, consumer, basically, the educated consumer. So this is the fun part of of buying a car. This is this, and this is what we're trying to get the car business to understand: is this is the fun that can be part of your industry again, and not so much. Oh my gosh, we got to compete. Nobody's happy in that situation. When the, car, when the customer comes in and they know the lowest price they can drive that car down, the salesperson doesn't make any money, the dealership really doesn't make any money. And, you know, you might say, oh, boo-hoo. Well, a car, one of the reasons why they bailed out the automotive industry is because of all the jobs that come from car dealerships. I mean, you need people to run a car dealer. Well, in an ideal situation, in, in, our, in our
0: culture, in our economy, and our system, an ideal situation, the consumer is happy to cut the check, uh, ready to shake hands and smile and thank, and the receiver of that check is making profit and, and living successfully. I mean, that is the ideal we're trying to strive for. Like, I need the thing that I buy to be worth more than my money, and I'm happy to pay it, and then the person I buy it from needs to make money on it, sure. or it's a non-sustainable situation. So there's nothing wrong with making money.
1: Is, oh right! Exactly, and and the, the issue is with the with the car business. The issue is is that the the way the car business has always been done, from the standpoint that you come in and you're not sure what you're going to get when you come in there. So when you when you go into the car business today, you you have all this knowledge, and you you go into the dealership and you know exactly down to the dollar what that dealership bought it for from the factory. And you're driving for that price, yeah. but as soon as I can tell you, okay, sure, here, have the have the glass of beer for you know four dollars. Right. But did you know you could keep the glass for six? Right, exactly. <gasps> I can keep the glass for six. Right, you happening? know, or. Yeah. Here, you can keep the glass for eight. Yeah, right. You mean I get to keep the glass for eight? Yeah. So it's a glass of beer for four dollars and the glass for and you know, so right. now I'll pay more if I feel like I'm getting more. Yeah. So that's what vehicle personalization is all about. Well, and the and experience. The
0: customization. Yeah, well and the customization piece, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean the whole idea that you can uh, uh, dress it out the way you want it, but the experience is so important. I mean, you know, Starbucks of course is you know famous for selling an experience. Yes. And you also happen to get a cup of coffee.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You. Starbucks is a great example of customization. I mean, how often do you hear, I want the double shot, macchiato, triple sec, blah, 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 blah yeah, right, whatever. Yeah, right, it's yeah. like, here you go. You did it. Yeah, it's exactly. like amazing. Um, and yeah, you're buying coffee. Yes. You know, brilliant. Right, yeah. And happily, here's my $8. Exactly. I'm yeah. enjoying my $8. And so you it's enjoy the
0: experience and, and right. people
1: love to do it, yeah. repeatedly do it. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, people will pay for, and and we all do it. We people will will put more dollars on the table if they feel like it's theirs. Yeah. If it's, it got customized to them. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. You know, absolutely. you probably could sell iPhones for more money if it was completely personalized.
0: Well, you know, they did that. They did like the uh, C, like the 4C or whatever, 5C, or whatever. Where it just came in colors.
1: Yeah. Like right. it's the same phone. It just oh, yeah. comes. You can exactly. choose a color. Right. And People are like, "Sweet! Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God, I get to choose between green and pink!" Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Yes. But but it's that it taps into that whole customization right. thing, man. It's big. I mean, Absolutely. I'm bouncing around a little bit here, but um, I want to go back to this idea of talent.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, we talk about I talk about all the time the talent economy, that talent's a new currency. You know, that we're after talent, and, and you know, you're got to always recruit talent. I've got to always recruit talent. You know. Speak to, do you feel like being involved in uh, this this village that is the downtown, like, you know, look around, people drinking craft beer and hanging out on picnic tables, and the kind of the cultural village, live music, food
1: trucks. Do you feel like that impacts your ability to hire and keep good people? Um, I'm going to be brutally honest, uh, it hasn't yet, okay. okay, and I feel that it will, which is why I keep investing. Okay, um, I think we as Rock Hill are at that tipping point where we are about to feel the full weight of everything that we've been building for the last, and not just us, but those that came before us you know for the last 25 years that have been built in this community I feel the weight of that is just about to come over it's kind of like that big thing at at Carowinds you know it fills up with water and (laughs) just boom and we're when when the apartment building goes up on Main Street uh, when a few more of these like Millstone come into come into play I think I think the answer is absolutely 100% because we have a great college that's right down the road That just And you went there, right? You no, were, I did not. Oh, I thought, my I thought wife you were. there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it'll be just this wonderful sucking sound from the college yeah. here, yeah. and then you'll want to work here because, well, gosh, I want to walk to Millstone during lunch and have, you know, exactly. pizza. And, so, yes, I, that's why I keep investing both personally, my time, but also company-wise, you know, with the incubator and, and everything that we've done, you know, on the Economic Development Corporation, As far as just participation, that's why we keep investing. So you see that, you see that
0: as a strategy, you see that as a good thing, but you haven't yet, at least quantitatively, felt it yet.
1: Uh, Yes. If I'm to be really honest. Always be honest. Yes. Absolutely. Very good. So it it will happen. There's no doubt in my mind it'll happen. Very
0: cool. It's funny. I'm just a little bit closer, but that block, two blocks. Difference. difference it's huge yeah. and you know why it's because of connectivity yeah. and it's visceral connectivity so, yeah. so hear me out here when you're in downtown Charleston you'll walk for two miles mm-hmm. and not even notice it mm-hmm. because you're constantly viscerally in downtown yeah. and it's building after building after building after. Building. you know what I mean you don't even think about it
1: right
0: here you start to walk towards your office Downtown goes away. You it have does. to cross the railroad tracks. It does it? You know, scary. Parking lot. It's I, just kind of weird. I always
1: think about what do the people think when they're driving past me as I'm walking back from a meeting or lunch right. or whatever. Yeah. And there's like, like, what is he up to? What, what <laughs> is this guy in a jacket walking? Uh, just yesterday, you know, coming back from the the meeting, uh, I had my I had a sport coat on, and I'm I'm walking across the railroad tracks. I'm like, What a vagrant! You know, yeah. he's walking around on the railroad <laughs> right. tracks. You know. Yeah. So yes, there, a hundred percent. I can't wait for. M- more growth to spread out yeah. so that it, it does include us. That's why I was kind of joking about the, the Knowledge Park yeah, line because in, we're, yeah. we're easily, because of the train tracks, we're easily dismissed as, oh, that's over there. Now, thank goodness for, you know, Legal Remedy, which is the new yeah. uh, brewery that brewery, just opened yeah. up. So that's, I think, really going to help that whole corridor from here. Well, just down, was Oakland? Down Oakland, yeah. yeah. I think that yeah, whole corridor is about Which is connecting is to... us to the
0: college, right. which is the whole
1: point. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: But it's funny, because we're closer, I would say, we've already felt what I asked you about earlier, where, you know, you're kind of waiting to feel it.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, everybody we interview, I, I interview them over here. At yeah. Millstone, you know what I mean, and like they feel, and then and then well, actually sometimes first interview will meet at Amelie's, yeah. second interview is at Millstone, right, exactly. yeah, yeah. If you
1: get your coffee, and here's where you have beer. your beer at the yeah, end, yeah. exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> and 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 that is so like it makes such an impression on their kind of perception of what the lifestyle is gonna be like,
1: yeah. working at. business what's what's really interesting about this I was actually talking to some of my folks today uh, in an interview and we insignia doesn't have the culture um, that uh, oddly enough hangs out after work we're we're all you know 40 somethings with various um, uh, kids and that and when you're in the kiddom lifestyle, it's really hard because, you know, three o'clock this and four o'clock that and five. I mean, right. I was out of the office today at 3.30, but on the phone working, but picking up kids. Oh, you, know? Amen, dude. you know, and so it's really interesting. I think the the younger the crowd gets down here, yeah. the more that will be yeah. prevalent. And, and I think that's what keeps our group, and we, we've, we've talked about this, because we think it's an interesting phenomenon. Our our parking lot is packed at 7.30 in the morning. It's packed, <laughs> yeah, okay? It's but, by, yeah. but by 4.30, it's like we didn't work there. It's like, yeah. man, those guys, yeah, whatever, they're really? knocking off early. Yeah, right. Well, no, we actually started, I mean, I got a text from one of my consultants, who's in the ti- central time zone at 6.30 my time, so that was 5.30 her time. Wow. So we're just all early risers, yeah, get yeah. going, let's, yeah. let's rock and roll. Yeah. And then, but you know, we're not that crowd that's going to migrate over as a mass exodus from our building and come over to Millstone. Now, I, there's part of me that would love that, that for that right, to happen, right. but that's just, that's not the demographic of our company. Right. So I think that's also what, what we're not feeling quite yet. Yeah. And that doesn't mean we don't have young folks working for our company, it's just the leadership of our company we sort of set the tone, yeah. right, we set the tone, and the right. rest of them go, okay, note to self, be here early, and then we can leave at four o'clock, you know, right, exactly. this is pretty awesome, yeah. you know. Very cool. So, I was talking about uh, my privilege to meet, um, his name is Mike Brown, he's the former CEO, uh, COO of Lowe's, and he, he bought a, a small, uh, Ford and Subaru dealership up in Spruce Pines, North Carolina, and and decided to get in the car business. So we were talking about vehicle personalization, we were talking about the car business, and he told me the story that um, they did tons of studies at Lowe's, and of course any big company like that does tons of studies, um, and one of the studies was how does um, buying paint affect the overall basket. They, they they thought in baskets, you know. So when you roll out a Lowe's, they want to put as much things in those baskets right, as right, you right, can. Yeah. So they thought mm. in terms of baskets. So he said, we did we did studies of, of using surveillance video from right. the stores, to to determine the 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 amount that was coming through the baskets, and he said so we would begin to experiment with paint because that was the number one. Home improvement project. So, whether you're going to hang blinds or you know build a fence or do painting was the number one right. mover of their of their business. So, they began to do these um, uh, projects where on the paint floor, when you're buying your two gallons, so the most common purchase was two gallons of paint. So they started to do things like suggest: Do you need a drop mat? Do you need brushes? Yeah. Do you need a pan? And, and the more they would suggest, the more the basket would fill up. Wow. So I'd get my two gallons of paint, and before I could leave, somebody would say, do you need a drop cloth? Oh, yeah. well, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do you have enough brushes? Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe I don't. You know, do you have enough rollers? Oh, maybe. I'd, and all of a sudden, it well, goes helps from
0: me because I drive to Lowe's about 12 times <laughs> any time I try to do anything at the house. I've stopped going. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I've stopped altogether. So that me. If you go once, you're going to be back in 30 minutes. You know what I mean? So I'm right. glad that that helps me,
1: so he, he, made the, um, he, made the, the, he made the connection between the car business and the Lowe's business, the home improvement business, that the paint is the car. Wow. And, it, and, and I was like, can I use that in yeah, our marketing? Right, I right, mean, right. the paint is the car. So the paint is the vehicle, quote unquote, yeah. that they just sell all of their other products. And so he said the baskets would go from an average of $28 per basket to $261 a basket wow, just damn. by suggesting, hey, do you have this, hey, do you have yeah. So that's what we try to do in the car business. Right. Hey, you've got your brand new Camry, you know, you could amp that up if you put these wheels on it. Yeah. Oh, you know you, that even though it doesn't come with factory leather, we could put factory right. leather in there. So, well, you know, I mean, you, you describe it from the
0: perspective of the um, the business trying to uh, you know become more profitable when operate. but businesses are only successful when they actually serve the desire of the consumer. And so when you flip that coin, I want to be able to customize my ride, man. I mean, that's right. the that's what it comes down to. I don't want to have to choose from what's there on the lot, and then that's it. I want to make it mine. Yes. So you're you're like tapping into a uh, kind of a cultural desire, a consumer desire, and you're growing a business and improving, you know, the output of sales. You know.
1: And and we're using technology to do that. Yes. So fundamentally, we would not be able to do any of this. Unless we had everything on the technology side to support that, absolutely.
0: So, so and that's great. what y'all patented is actually the technology the, to do this.
1: Um, specifically, what we te- what we patented is the process to build configurators. Okay, gotcha. so a base product, whether it's a glass, uh, whether it's a um, you know a, a table or a car, you know you've got a base product, and now I want to customize that base product in some way. So Your we patent is that broad. Yeah actually Holy it hell, is wow. um it's pretty neat uh, yeah. so so right now our our big thing is that we want to commercialize that we want to yeah. take that and we want everybody using our technology to build Absolutely. your own configurators yeah so God, because
0: you can apply that to about any industry
1: we can and uh Very so cool. thus brings us to economic development yeah exactly <laughs> so you you put insignia downtown rock hill why um a great great question uh we were actually located in charlotte early on and um we had the charlotte address and we lived in rock hill and most of us all lived in york county uh so we had the charlotte address to have that charlotte name because you know we were traveling around we were in we are a nationwide or we are a nationwide company um so when i would be in seattle and somebody says, well, where does Insignia base? We're based in Charlotte. Right. Oh, I know where Charlotte is. Yeah. So, um, so then it just became, we began to grow, and we saw Rock Hill as a place to be able to grow. You know, We can grow in Charlotte, but it would cost us a lot of money right. to be a small business. We came down, prospected, um, and I, my previous, uh, you know, partners, the the gentleman that I sold the company to, and then we bought it back in 2010. Oh wow! So that's part of the story. Is okay. uh, Brian and James and I, we all bought the company back. Wow! I didn't know. Uh, that. Very yeah. cool. Congratulations. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, and so, but during that time, about 2008, uh, we wanted a a space to grow Yeah. so we prospected a bunch of buildings down here and um, did on, you buy uh, that
0: building that you on you're the in?
1: graces I didn't but the previous partners that I worked for okay. bought okay. it and they still own it we lease it from them okay, gotcha. um, but it was, a pl- it was a way for us to locate down here very cool. Uh, so we're just we're we're out we're we're in Knowledge Park. I was so glad to see when we were drawing the Knowledge yeah, right. Park lines that, and I think they were being nice to me. They're like, oh, we've got to yeah, include got insignia, because yeah. <laughs> he'll will moan yeah, right. he'll, he'll bemoan. Moan. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so so yeah, we. Uh, it, it was just a great place to come to grow, and then we felt that uh, over time. It, what's happening now was going to come to fruition. Yeah. So, for many years from 08 to 0, you know, 12, yeah. there wasn't a whole lot going on down here. And then things started to just really blossom. And now, it just, look at it now. it's it awesome. It's in it? I want to move closer yeah. to yeah. Main Street, you it's know. Amazing. So
0: so how um do you, you know, talk to me about how your participation in economic development cuz you spend a lot of time. I mean, you know, you're similar in that way. I mean, you're on this board, you're on this committee. You take this document home and you read through it and you write back an email. And, you know, and it's yes, of course, there's um, uh, you know, selfish benefit in that. There's your agenda, there's altruism, there's, uh, there's service, there's all these things wrapped up. So in your own words, why do you put in the time and effort to help this community become a more successful community?
1: That that's an awesome question because um, I've had many of my own business partners and people within our organization um, and even in people in my family say why do you do that you know why do you spend time doing that um, and I'll tell you exactly why um, when we first moved to Rock Hill uh, we had the pleasure of having an article written about us and uh, it appeared in the Herald and uh, it was a very nice article uh, about who we were and the fact that we were moving to that building and um, the, and it was kind of a story because Paychecks had just moved out of that building and so anyway um, shortly thereafter a woman sent her resume to us and we were we were starting to look for people and and so we brought her in to to interview her and we said you know how did you find out about us and she said well, I read about you in the newspaper and I, when I read about you, I knew I was going to work for you. Wow. Not for me, but for Insignia. Yeah. And it was like a light bulb uh, that, that, that went on in my head that, wow, we have the ability to affect people's lives. Yeah. We, we have yeah. the opportunity to affect people's lives even outside of Insignia. So we did hire her. She worked for us for many years. And, and then she got a better job you know, somewhere else, yeah. more doing what she wanted to do, um, that was more in line with her career goals. Yeah. But we were that stepping stone. And I've always believed that um, being a stepping stone is great, and that's exactly what a company is. Yeah. So whether tomorrow, you know, I'm not leaving, but tomorrow I move on to something else. Right. Insignia has always been a stepping stone. And, and I think that's, that's that altruism that I feel yeah. about how we try to get our name out in this community as hey if insignia is involved or you know i heard about david stringer doing this and he's with insignia maybe that's a company i want to send my resume yeah. to then then that's a way to attract those people that i mean you're a business owner you want people that want to work for oh, you amen. i mean yeah. if someone comes in and sits down for an interview and says I know about this. I know about that. I've seen. I've read all your blogs, and I want to work for you. Yeah, I'll hire that person on the spot. Yeah, I hear you, man. You know, it's interesting. What I'm hearing from you is uh,
0: that, I mean, you want talented people to come to you and want to be part of what you're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and so
0: I mean, talent. I mean, you're in the same boat as me, man. You got to find talent. Right, we got to constantly find talent. Yes. Yeah, I got to do the same thing. Yes. I and mean, we have to have our eyes open, ears open, and if we have to search for them individually, it makes yeah. life hard. If we, if we visibly run an organization that they would be proud to
1: tell their mamas they work for, then they come to us. Yeah. You know, um, insignia was started. The, the genesis of it happened because two gentlemen talk to each other about what their sons did oh wow okay so of course the other son was a tank driver for the military oh, that's, that's totally awesome I've ever and, done. right <laughs> and then the other son the English major was a right. graphic designer you yeah, know right. it's like oh man I'm going up against a tank guy yeah, right. but anyway the point of that is two people came together and said hey what does your son do what does your son do oh that's funny you should have your son call me and that's the genesis, that's how this all started. That's funny, huh? So that's how anything like downtown revitalization, it's, it, um, what's amazing is I believe in leadership. Yeah. I believe in strong leadership that simply paints the picture and, dry, and and shows people what the direction is. And then people will go, yeah, let's go that direction. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So this community has had a group of leaders that have kept, kept saying, It's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Just keep looking in that direction and go, and and it's like this inertia that happens that just pulls people along. I'm amazed at the shared vision and
0: leadership in this town. It it blows my mind. I've been fortunate enough to travel to other towns and talk to them about their economic development process and their downtown revitalization process, and they don't have the unity of vision and leadership that we have in this town. I had no idea it was so rare.
1: It, it is neat, and I didn't know it was so rare either. One point to go back on in the talent, you and I have a unique thing in the fact that we delve into industries that are very universal. So we're not only competing here in Rock Hill, right. but we're competing in the nation. And and to that point of talent, I'm competing with companies that are based out of California and Detroit and you know, Ohio and, and Houston, Texas, Yeah. you know, these big mega places. Yeah. And here we are in Rock Hill, South Carolina, you know, trying to compete with these companies. So having talent that can go toe-to-toe to build a product that can go toe-to-toe, to have people that can go toe-to-toe, that's that's incredibly important for us to, yeah. to drive. Wow, I want to live in a place where... My kids can go to soccer, and I can get off work to go and watch him play soccer, and Absolutely. then, and then build something really awesome yeah. that can go toe to toe with somebody in a big major metro that has lots of people to choose from. You know, you know
0: it's amazing. I, I talk about how the next big thing can happen anywhere now, and mm-hmm. in, in, in any industry, any sector, or whatever. Here you are with the patent on something in the automotive industry. Mm-hmm in Rock Hill in downtown Rock Hill I mean you know what I mean right. and and it's not like you had to be in in like the, whatever the new Detroit is I mean I don't even know where that is now but I mean it's not like you had to be there in some mega city to pull this off Right. you did it from right here Right. and it's because you know first of all we're all connected with the internet we're also all connected with uh, the international airport and we're all connected with interstates and you know it's the connectivity mm-hmm. that makes that possible really the internet primarily you know? I mean between email and Cell phone and and even your product itself is an internet application, right? I mean, yes, yeah. <clears throat> so not only what you're selling, but the way in which you communicate with people around selling it. You know, it's all kind of internet driven. I mean, you, your business would not have existed when you were in middle school. Your business could not have existed Correct. when you were in high school.
1: Correct.
0: Your yeah. business could yeah. not have existed when you were in, yeah. when you were a freshman in college, dude. That's how old you and
1: I are. <laughs> Your business could not have existed. Um, it, as a as a sophomore, uh, when I went from Lenore Rhine to UNCC, and I went from the newspaper there at LR to the newspaper at UNCC, which we had a real media center, we had computers that were hooked up to the IRC, and that just blew my mind. What is the IRC? It was the original chat oh. connector. <laughs> I can't even remember what the IRC stands for. The, the listeners will know. But that was where you could... He would be like, I'm chatting with somebody in Russia. Yeah, like, you wow. know? Oh yeah. Uh, it, 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 uh, I, you know, yeah, so the what we've seen in the short span since being a sophomore in college, which was 93, you know, so it, it's incredible, yeah. yeah it's insane. In, in the span of 20, I'm bad at math, but 23 years, 26 Boy, years. been that long. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously. You are, uh, your business is downtown Rock Hill, and you live here in York County. Uh, you live in Rock Hill, or you live in? Uh... Yep, live in Rock
1: Hill. Okay, yep. great. And uh, but you're not from Rock Hill. Uh, I'm actually just up the ro- from just up the road. I grew up uh, in Pineville when it was still cow pastures right. and little league. Nice.
0: Yeah, which it, is
1: not anymore. It's if, not, well, they may have still have little league, little league yeah. but um, <laughs> I, I can remember camping out in in uh, Boy Scouts uh, on the hill Ooh. that is now the mall. Oh. cow pasture. Were you able to, um, did, did you have to run for your yeah. lives when Charlotte ate your city? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> my family said, we're getting out of here, we're going to move to Florida. Okay. So I guess I had to go. So I, yeah. I, I moved with my family uh, in the seventh grade down to St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, went to high school down there, but then I came back up here for college at uh, Lenore, Ryan and Hickory, and then I'm a graduate of UNCC in, in Charlotte. So okay. the Carolinas have always been part of my, you know, home and, and I just... I just love it here. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. That's great, man.
0: And you um, you studied uh, English, you said.
1: Yeah, uh, I am an English major with a journalism minor. Yeah. Um, and uh, my my goal was to be in the newspaper business. Right. So um, I loved it. I, I, I loved everything about the newspaper business, about the media business. Uh, and my junior year at UNCC, I was the editor-in-chief of the newspaper. Um, Were well, you I like
0: had... the Jameson guy on the Spider-Man? Did you have the big cigar yes. like <laughs> ah? Get that Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> uh, with the buzz cut, without the cigar. Yeah, no, okay, okay. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, it was such a great industry before then. I, I, I think I'm an old soul when it comes to, to media. I would have been a great newspaper man back when it was the real newspaper. Yeah, you know. Right, yeah. So um, and, and so I, uh, I, I realized one day it just sort of hit me that uh, I, I, you know, to get back to where I was, you Which know, with what you're running. This, I, I had right. this organization. I had a two week, you know, two published newspaper a week, um, staff of 30. I mean, wow. it just, I just, I've lived in the newspaper. I just yeah. loved it. Um, and uh, it just hit me one day that I, I will, it'll take me 50 years to get back to this <laughs> point <and laughs> in a real. hit the if, newspaper And that was there. one of the things too. Yeah. I, just, I just saw um, I saw where the industry was kind of going, yeah. and, um, and and I wasn't clairvoyant, it was just easy to see how it was progressing, there was a lot of turnover in newspapers, and, and we were hearing of folks that would go get a job, and they was like, yeah, I'm a copy holder, you know, I was like, what is that? Well, I take the copy from one desk to another. Oh, wow. And how much do you get paid for that? Nothing. Nothing. You know, yeah. wow, I don't want to be an intern for five years, yeah, right. you know. Yeah. So, um, so I, I did what every English major journalism minor does. You know, when they can't go in the newspaper business, they go into marketing. marketing so yes. yeah. So I went into to design and, and uh, became more of a traditional graphic designer um, in branding and and um, and then new media emerged and that's where I really got into that. Sort of taught myself how to code. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I, coding? Uh, uh, HTML, oh, okay. you know, WYSIWYG HTML, and JavaScript. I could write some JavaScript. Wow, yeah, yeah it was it was scary, but yeah. I could do it. It would take me about 12 hours <laughs> yeah, to figure right. out that I didn't have the ampersand <laughs> yeah, or right. something. Yeah, exactly. Geez, exactly. Uh, I spent yeah. hours and hours that's, on that's that. But, uh, but, but
0: yeah. you told us before we started, turn the mic on here, that you fell into an opportunity with um, a company where you were uh, fell into the automotive industry here.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so I bounced around media companies, and, and I sort of hang, hung my own shingle. Um, and uh, I had an opportunity to do a project for an auto parts company in Florida. And I was already living up here uh, with young family. And um, the, the, you know, the story about how I got into the automotive industry was that um, I was doing some work for this auto parts distributor. Uh, they had satellite um, installers and satellite stores. So it was a nine satellite organizations around this wholesale distributor. And they were all in a, uh, in a, in a manager's meeting, all the store managers, all the, the, the um, garage managers, and all of the senior managers of the, the warehouse. And they were uh, bemoaning the fact that they couldn't um, get their customers, the, the, the actual installers, to open up this CD-ROM with an access database Full of forms. What was that old CD-ROM that was like the encyclopedia CD-ROM? (laughs) Encarta. It was kind of like an (laughs) encarta. Here, put in, put in disk twelve. Yeah, right. uh, Dang it! I can't find disk twelve. So, uh, mom, what'd you do with (laughs) disk twelve? So we were, um, so they were all complaining, and the, the, I was in the corner of the, the, of this uh, conference room, and just kind of sitting quietly. I was told to go in, sit down, listen, and shut up, and don't say anything. So the president of the company who did not invite me to this meeting turns to me and goes, well, what do you think? And without missing a beat, I said, I think you're all nuts. Right. And, and it was like the air got sucked out of the room. Yeah. And, and he goes, go on. And I said, well, uh, I think you're all crazy because you're trying to get non-technology people to use something that's pretty heavily technology. Right. Why don't you just stick it on the internet and put a web browser in front of it, and then who cares what kind of database you got? Right. The president of the company says, okay, meeting over, everybody out, you stay. Yes.
0: And we struck so up a... Win 2001?
1: No, this was 99.
0: 99? That's early for even that way of thinking. Well,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, actually, it kind of was, yeah. uh, to, to be really honest. Yeah. Um, and And so the funny part of that whole thing was when he said, okay, how do we do this? I said, well, you know, give me a couple of days to figure it out. Like, you know, I, so have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> right. I'm an English major. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just said what well, sounded good. Yeah, right. No, uh, so so I did. I, I contracted out all the programming. I did all the design work. And what I did is I, I took them and I built an entire brand around that air conditioning, um, line that they wanted to promote. Yeah. Um, this is for automotive, Air conditioning for automobiles. Auto, yes, yeah, automotive okay. air conditioning. yep. Yeah. Yeah. and so um, it, and it it was wildly successful. Yeah. Uh, we launched the brand, we launched the catalog at a industry trade show, and and I had people filling the aisles. They could not believe um, what they were seeing on the screen, and they were asking, "Where is this coming from? How did you do this?" And and it's I
0: wizardry. And I said yeah. yes. And
1: I, I put on my cloak yeah, and I disappeared. Right. No. Um, it was just, uh, it was really neat to be a part of something and, and lead something that really got people excited. And um, that's when you got the attention of a pretty big dog, right? It came in and wanted yeah, to buy so, it? Um, so what happened was uh, the uh, 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 Visteon, who is uh, a division, or was a division of Ford, they're no longer a division of Ford, but at the time they were still a division of Ford, and they had also a line of air conditioning products. Okay. And so what they did is they saw the prime source brand, and they said, we want everything. We want the entire brand, we want everything, we want the catalog, everything. So they, of course, already had the branding and all that stuff, so it's remained Visteon but all the product, all of the numbers, all the part numbers, all the applications, the entire catalog became Vistion's. Wow. And um, what was gratifying about that is we, we did the entire project for them. Um, in about ninety days, they, you know, and they said we want it in ninety days. I said we'll do it in ninety days, and we delivered it in ninety days. Oh, awesome. And and they were like, you're the first technology company to actually meet a deadline. It's yeah. incredible. So uh, we launched it, and then that catalog persisted for another ten years. Wow. And, and I would log into it every now and then because I, of course, I built in secret logins. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it, there it was. It was like, yes, cool, nice. It's so cool. Yeah.
0: So, so, I mean, that really is kind of the foundation for how you ended up with what you have now. With the right, deal.
1: yeah. So we went from auto parts, uh, and we, again, we, 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 we went out to, to, um, to launch ourselves in more in auto parts and do more of those things. You know, things happen in business, and it just, we didn't quite have the model right um, so accessories just sort of fell in our lap, yeah. and we, we tried a totally different model with the accessories. We went straight to the dealers. I love we, it. we created, rather than going and selling to the next Visteon, okay, here's a million dollar project, yeah. you know, we went straight to the, 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 the end users almost, and we yeah. said, okay, pay us a small subscription fee. Yeah. And so we built it on a subscription model rather than the project model. And now you're, it
0: sounds like to me, you're not only thinking about this like you guys help them sell parts. It's now becoming you guys help them make the car buying experience a positive one for the buyer,
1: right? Which so, could
0: lead to a lot of other ways that you could help dealerships. You know what I mean? That would, yeah. would fit into that core kind of delivery.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, we, we what we, what we are evolving beyond is that is just being a technology company. Yeah. You know, we we're trying to transition from being just a software web development company to actually a full service consulting. Like an
0: experience
1: company. Yeah, you're right. helping them
0: make a better experience. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hope so. We're trying. Well, you know, that's the thing. man
0: so many industries are evolving into being experiential in nature, being uh, kind of creative in nature, being obviously technology-driven in nature. Everything's technology, but versus like you know. Our economy used to be based on, can you make the widget, can you do it in this amount of days, and can you keep it under this
1: amount of cost? Yeah, right. And now it's like, can you make people enjoy buying the widget? (laughs) And one step further, I think that's 100% right, and the step further is, can you make the widget Personalized.
0: Personalized, yeah, exactly. Which is part of making people enjoy the experience of buying the way Yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah. tied in together. And I think that's a big part of the new economy. Okay. And, and to do that, you need people who um, innovate. Yeah. You can't hire people and say, pull this lever and push that button. You got to hire people and say, help me make this better in ways that I can't imagine yet. Right. Yeah. yeah
1: right and right back to the talent, yeah, talent. discussion that we're exactly. talking about I mean we're trying to attract like you are m- you know new minds and new new ways to think about things that uh, maybe we hadn't considered and yeah. and you know in the in the 15 years 14 years that we've been doing this you know we as a company we're a little set in our ways so you know one of the things that that, that uh, we decided to do this year in conjunction with uh, a lot of the economic development things that are going on here is uh, we brought in three um, York Tech students to do a project within our company that um, I gave them this very broad set of okay this is what I want you to do here's some broad things to do it now go very cool. and and they're like but wait but what's the project oh, yeah. I don't know yeah you you're gonna t- you're yeah, gonna right. tell me yeah. And, and I mean, the confused looks on their brains, and yeah. it's like, you need to first learn our business, yeah. go through, take your time. And, and we negotiated that this would be a year, so I didn't want it to be just a semester, because you can't, you can't really get that out in a semester. So do it in a year, and it, it, it's going to, and so I, ha- I made them read books, and I'm, you know, yeah. so we're going through this process, right. and all- I can't wait to yeah. see what they come it's out It's almost like. like you just have to figure out what the question is.
0: And then once you figure out the question, yeah. then you can set out to try to answer mm-hmm. But really, you don't even know the question when you start exactly. You don't know exactly the question.
1: I've given them this this big. I mean, it's almost in pencil box. Yeah. Here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Here's my. I mean, kind of where there's I am. Some ta- yeah. tactileness <laughs> right, of it. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's yeah. not
1: go to it's the more, moon. It's more <laughs> context it than is. anything. Yeah. And and I can't wait to see what they come up That's with. That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Well, David, it's been a pleasure to have you Thank on you the so podcast. Much. It's been so much fun. Yeah, and I appreciate the service that you provide and uh, what you provide to helping Downtown Rock Hill be successful, Knowledge Park be successful. Um, You should be proud of your business and your success in that. We love having you downtown. And um, please uh, come back and join us anytime you want.
1: Great. Light me back anytime. Thank you so much. And I appreciate all the efforts that you do out in the community, the books, the blogs, the the speeches and the, the touring that you're doing about not only Rock Hill and what we're doing, but also just in general making this part of you know a, a, a new discussion that's happening in lots of small-town USA. It's yeah. huge. It's well, great. thank you for
0: saying that. And um, we'll end with some wise words from behind the mic, silent Micah. Micah? Well said. I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> he messed up. There is um, redemption. <laughs> there is redemption. Well said, well said. Um, all right, well, I guess we'll see you next week on Old Town, New World.